Get ready to challenge conventional beliefs about what's possible in creating health, wealth, and happiness. You are listening to Playing on the Edge Radio with Megan Edge. This hit show is providing you with ways of sustaining radical and powerful changes in your life. It is time to open and expand your awareness, accelerate your well-being as Megan shares wisdom, teachings, and experience from a lifelong journey of the heart. Enact the power of radical change with ease and lift your desires to a new perspective. Now, here's Playing on the Edge Radio. Oh boy, here we are. I'm Dr. Pat, and I get to hang out today with Megan Edge. Megan, this is Playing on the Edge Radio, right? It sure is. And And we are on the edge of... We're on the edge of essential oils today. I know, I got mine going right here. Awesome. I've got mine going too. Which is what have you got in your diffuser? Uh, I decided peppermint today. Nice. Yeah. I have uh, eucalyptus and lemongrass. Wow. I, lemon. I, actually, I need to get some lemongrass. I was just looking and I was like, I really love uh, two things. I, I love lemongrass and tea tree oil, but I'm getting way ahead <laughs> on this. Um, one of the things I love is that when we decide to do something and have a conversation, I don't know that our listeners know where these ideas come from, where the conversations come from. Mm. For folks that uh, watch me do a show like I just did the last hour, that is Linda. Linda Firing is my producer. She has been my producer for like a long time. And so she is the one that sets those up. But then there's another part of the show where I get to co-host with the most amazing people. Megan Edge is one of those people. And let's talk about how we came up with On the Edge of Essential Oils. Let's talk about this for a minute because it stemmed from a conversation you and I had, I think it was about Lyme disease. It was actually about Lyme disease. And it, it came up because I have a, an associate, a colleague of mine, Ellen Wheaton, who'll be with us today, who has a story about using essential oils to help manage her Lyme disease. And I was so intrigued by that. This idea that essential oils are more than simply something that smells nice in your house when you use yeah. them or in your massage, that there's medical potential uh, and possibility with essential oils to help us support ourselves as we go through whatever our illness journey is in collaboration and combination with mainstream medicine. And I knew some of what your story was, and I felt like this could be a really good connection. And from there, it has snowballed into the show today. Yeah. Let's talk about a a little bit about the history of essential oils, because you know, one of the things that I have always been attracted to since I can remember are some really ancient philosophies, for mm. example, ancient Egypt, and really understanding and looking at that culture that goes back thousands and thousands of years. Um, I especially got interested in cultures like the Egyptians and others who used uh, plants, plants mm-hmm. to literally be infused into their lives, into their worlds. But oils, that dates back how far? Oh, gosh, I'd have to get the exact date <laughs> for you for where, where we have found the oldest distilleries, but it goes back tens of thousands of years. Plant medicine is really the first medicine. 
that as human beings, we, we figured out that if we ate certain things or we brewed certain things or we ingested certain things in our environment, it had a positive impact on our health, whether that was an immediate health situation or overall long-term general well-being. And equally, human beings figured out through observation and through experimentation that there were things in their environment that weren't good for them. So then for literally up until, well, in, in parts, parts of the world still today, plant medicine is the basis of all medicine. In North America, we started to steer away from plant medicine as the form in which we used medicine and instead started to look for how can we use those medicines in a way that we can synthesize so that it can be made available to more people. But even with that, it's still the basis of our modern medicine and prescriptions is plant medicine. It, it's, it's as far back as before we came down from the trees. I mean, even animals know what to eat in their environment when they're not well and what to eat when they need to boost their nutrition, boost their energy. So it's, it's an intuitive process that's really part of our entire evolution. So I would say even before we found evidence of the first distilleries, humans and all other mammals have been using plant medicine right since the very beginning. Uh, you know, this is really part of the conversation. I think that many people may intuitively know and understand, but you know, the essence of this today is really to explore, and we have a short period of time to really look at essential oils. And we're gonna talk about this as we move forward, but there is an understanding of this. Mm -hmm. But beyond the understanding of this, we have discovered ways to heal ourselves as a species mm -hmm. that goes far beyond anything we talk about. I mean, if you think about it, all of the different ways that we could literally not have survived if right. we hadn't discovered these things. That's and we right. kind of forget that. I, I think we do. I think in the busyness of our modern world, we, we do lose touch with where we've come from, what our roots are, and what's brought us to this place in terms of our understanding of ourselves as healthy beings. And, and as you say, Pat, there's lots of different ways that human beings have figured out to keep themselves well and healthy. There's meditation, there's emotional wellness, there's nutrition, there's exercise, and then there's medicine. And it's, it's been trial and error over thousands and thousands and thousands of years with certain things that are consistently successful for helping us to stay grounded and well in our bodies and, and in our minds. And that's excuse me, that's what we're going to be sharing today. That's what we're going to be talking about today. In particular, working with essential oils and what our experiences have been with using these medicines, if we can call them that, mm -hmm. in our homes and in our lives and the differences that we see that having on ourselves and on the people around us. And, and, and also in ritual. I mean, let's talk yes. about it. Let, let's just talk about this for a minute because I don't think we talk about this mm -hmm. enough. One is, why do we say essential oil? Somebody mm -hmm. asked me that question the other day, and I said, well, you're going to have to tune into the show as we explore that. <laughs> um, but when I think about that, mm -hmm. there are so many ways, if we go back in time, where there are pictures. We've even mm -hmm. done Hollywood blockbuster movies showing the ritual of oil, yeah, right? That's right. Um, oil on the skin all the mm -hmm. time from people. Can you talk about that for a minute? Because it was so natural for those cultures. 
Well, that's right, because it was it was a part of the cornucopia of medicines that were around them. And, and when we say medicine, like you're pointing out, we don't just mean at the physical level. Essential oils and incense and various parts of plants have been used as sacred medicine as well. They've been used in ritual. They've been used in churches and temples. They've been used to connect ourselves with the divine, however that shows up for us. You know, certain, certain things like frankincense, that's a, a resin that has been burned in churches for thousands of years Yeah, as a way for us to connect in with that meditative part of ourselves that recognizes that there's a divinity that is internal as well as external to ourselves. And so incorporating the, the breath of inhaling a scent, a fragrance, a smoke, um, you know, an oil, that all of that can affect our minds and take us into a different state of receptivity in order to allow us to connect with our divinity in, in whatever way that we can. And so for, for a lot of people, I think their, their introduction and their knowledge of something like an essential oil or an incense is coming from a spiritual background. And they yeah. may not have made the connection that, that there's other ways that you can use it. And similarly, someone who's coming from an aromatherapy background may not be as focused on, say, the emotional well-being of working with these oils, um, depending on what their training is. And what we want to do today is bring it all together and yeah. be able to demonstrate how accessible this all is and all the different ways in which we can benefit from it. You know, it's really interesting because um, if you ever watch a young baby, like a, a child, right? Mm -hmm. It's very interesting to watch the expression when, when you rub them, right? Mm -hmm. with, a, with an oil, right? Mm -hmm. Rub them with an oil. Yeah. And, you know, and the difference between rubbing with an oil and rubbing with an oil that has a scent. Uh, one of the things that I know that is important to, to just say is that the earliest uh, evidence, evidence is the word, the earliest evidence I think is in France. Um, and it goes back maybe 20,000 BC, something like that. Mm -hmm. But that's recorded. That right. doesn't mean that that's the earliest mm -hmm. I, I i i could kind of imagine what it was like to really have the discovery of this right mm -hmm. nowadays we're in the production of things we don't really know except if you had my grandma we don't really know what that was like but i know i've watched mm -hmm. my grandma grind up herbs create oils i've watched mm -hmm. her do that i didn't know what she was doing but i know now what do you think intuitively we knew? Intuitively. Hmm. I think intuitively we knew a lot more than we may allow ourselves to know today. Again, in that busyness of our lives or the way in which we question things. When I'm going out into the forest and I'm walking along the path, I will, I will allow myself to be drawn to a particular plant if there's something in that plant that is going to be beneficial for me or helpful for me. And I allow myself to trust that process. And it's similar with the essential oils. I've, I have, we were counting them the other day, over 120 essential oils now in my toolkit. And I, and, I, and I use that same approach when I'm working with the oils. I let myself be drawn to what is the oil that's going to be the most beneficial. Then I'll do the research. And then I'll discover that, of course, that was the exact oil <laughs> you know, that I needed in that time. Um, thinking about that, thinking about the intuitive use of oils, 
it's, it's important to note that in the past, even if you had an intuitive knowing about things like essential oils and incense and other plant medicines, that wouldn't always be made available in its purest form to the average person. The essential oils that the kings and the queens used, that the emperor and the empress used, that were given to the baby Jesus, these yeah. were very, very precious oils because yeah. the process of distilling them was quite different than creating an incense and burning them. And that, that purity had a value, which meant that not everybody got to go to their cupboard and pull out a bottle of frankincense the way that we can do today. And I think it's important to note that because it really does speak to the, how, how these oils have been valued throughout time and how medicines have been valued throughout time. Now we are so fortunate. We are so fortunate that we have a company like Young Living, and we're going to be talking more about Young Living as we go through the mm -hmm. show today, that is creating these beautiful, pure medicinal oils from the, the essence of the plant, hence the word essential oils, that we can access, we can have, you and I yeah. can fill our boots with these amazing, amazing oils and learn how to use them to help ourselves and the people around us that we love. And when you were saying earlier, you know, how is it that we came to, to doing this show and where do we get our ideas from? Well, this is, this is how it happens. It's something that we feel passionate about. And I feel so passionate about the essential oils. I have used them for most of my life, but really in the last year or so, um, and especially since my father's um, stay in the hospital and his eventual death, and I was using the oils with him, it's now become like a mission. It's a mission yeah. of mine to yeah. share this information with people. Yeah. yeah. And we're going to do that because here's, here's what everybody should know, that by the year 2024, the consumption of essential oils oils will hit 350 kilotons. And so what does that mean? And why do we find massive companies include in their portfolio essential oils in food and recipes? What is it they're doing? Companies like Pepsi and Coca-Cola, what are they doing? What have they discovered? Well, when we come back, we're not only going to talk about that, but we're also going to talk about well, is essential oil all the same kind? Is any essential oil the same as the next one? Well, you're going to be surprised at what the answer is. But more than that is there's something you should know before you pick up that, pick up that phone, that app, and decide I'm going to buy X oil. When we come back, not all, oil, not all oils are the same. But how do you know? Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. Are you ready to put down that drink or drug for good? Are you struggling to maintain your recovery from addictive behaviors? Do you need help with a family member or loved one who's in early recovery or battling addiction? Get the help and guidance you need by arranging a recovery recharged phone session with me, Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx, Certified Life and Recovery Coach. Call 1-800-889-1757. Make an appointment today. Or go to my website, pushybroadfromthebronx.com, and click on the link that says Recovery Recharged. Don't wait. Get the help you need today. This is Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx, on TransformationTalkRadio.com.
Do you sometimes feel overwhelmed by your mind? Powerless when it seems to spin in worry circles or bombard you with self-critical thoughts? Do you want to learn how to master your mind and feel more in control of your life? Listen to Dr. Friedemann's Empowerment Radio, shift from confusion to clarity, self-doubt to confidence, and from anxiety to peace and balance. Dr. Friedman and his many guest experts share the insights and tools you want to live with greater ease, joy, and purpose. Tune in to Empowerment Radio every first and third Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time. Tired of not losing the weight? You need a healthy solution for weight loss that protects your muscle mass as the fat burns away naturally. Holistic Medical Center has the healthy option for your weight loss concerns. Lose one to three pounds per day in 21 days naturally under our physician supervision. Call Holistic Medical Center 425-451-0404 or on the web drdarvish.com, D-R-D-A-R-V-I-S-H.com. Have you heard the story of the snake and the rope? One evening, a young woman was walking down a country road. It was growing dark. Suddenly she froze. Up ahead was a coiled snake. She was terrified. She reached into her bag for a flashlight and directed the beam of light towards the snake. Now she was flooded with relief. It was just a piece of old rope. That snake stands for all our imaginary fears and insecurities that sap our confidence. The beam of light is conscious confidence. Ask yourself, how many snakes did I see today? How many actions or words did I stifle through fear? Hi, I'm Sarah Main, creator of Conscious Confidence. Join me and my co-host, Dr. Pat, for Conscious Confidence Radio on transformationtalkradio.com. Learn more about how you can live a life filled with conscious confidence. Go to my website, ConsciousConfidence.com. Benny, thank you for that. Yeah, no problem. Dropping the beat for Pat. Thanks for dropping the beat. <laughs> I like dropping the beat. Good oil beat. Yeah. Ooh, nice. Ooh, right? Well yeah. Well done, Megan. Yeah, Megan, I, I'm a little disappointed in the upcoming Wonder Woman movie. Why? It's Wonder Woman 1984, right, Benny? 1984? Sure. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't think they gave her they don't I don't think they gave her big enough hair or big enough <laughs> shoulder, shoulder pads. pads, right? Yeah. <laughs> so just, we'll have to I'm sure we'll do a show about that. I just would prefer sure Linda Carter. I'm a Linda Carter fan, so I'll just, oh, I'll I just stay there. Oh my God. I know, right? Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I I'm kind of feeling the the the. You're on the yeah. fence. I know. Yeah. No. I think I'm. I think I'm all in with this Wonder Woman. Uh, there we go. And the reason I brought it up is because uh, this is playing on the Edge Radio, and Megan Edge and I did a show uh, on Superwoman powers, and I'm pretty sure we're going to do another one. Today we're talking about being on the edge of uh, essential oils, mm-hmm. and there's a very good reason for this. Uh, she and I were talking, as we do, offline about what we've discovered along the way to becoming well mm-hmm. and what that looks like. And, you know, in the last show with James, we talked about perception, but, you know, he'll come back and I will talk to him about the perception I had and shifted to when I was on my healing journey. And I know we've talked about that, mm-hmm. but along the way, there are things we discovered. And that's how we got on the conversation. Let's share what we know about essential oils. So take it away to answer the question, are all oils the same? They are not all the same. 
there is a big difference between an essential oil that you're going to buy at Walmart or the supermarket or even your health store than an oil that you're going to buy from a company that has a seed to seal process. And what that means is that the company is responsible for every aspect of the creation of the final product of the essential oil. From the planting of the seed, even from the sorting of the seed, even before that, from the soil and the condition of the soil, all the way through to the distillation on site where the plant has been harvested from, to the storing, bottling, and then the eventually in your hands. Seed to seal is something that Young Living Essential Oils has created so that their oils are guaranteed to be 100% pure plant essential oil with nothing else in it. And there are not a lot of other oil companies that can make a claim like that because what tends to happen as it does with honey, as it does with um, other types of, of produce that we create, they get adulterated in order to extend the quantity, but not the quality of the product. So along the way for many essential oils, they get adulterated with solvents, they get adulterated with extenders or alcohols or other ingredients that make them not a pure oil any longer, or they're made with material that is not been has not been taken care of to the best of our ability to take care of it. So subpar plants that don't have the kinds of constituents in the oils that give it a therapeutic property and a therapeutic capacity. So when you ask that question, you know, can I just use any old oil? No, please don't. Please don't just use any old oil if what you're wanting is to have the best for you and for your family. And who yeah. does not want the best for yeah. themselves and their family? Yeah. Right. And and this is where I, I want to I want us to bring Ellen, our beautiful guest, in today, because Ellen has she's has such an inspiration to so many people for so many reasons, not the least of which is her own healing journey, like we were just talking about, but also her passion for the Young Living Oils and her experience with them. And the way in which she shares and educates that information with all the people who want to listen to her. And I can tell you right now, there's a lot of people who want to listen to the beautiful and amazing Ellen Wheaton. So let's bring Ellen into the conversation. Yeah. Hi, Ellen. Hi. Hello. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> well, we're thrilled to have you here. I mean, because I think that for people, there is the journey that you take on and you are given a range of things you can learn or understand, right? And one of the things is that you start at a starting point and you start with learning some things, but there's a world of knowledge that accompanies this. And I think, right, Megan, that's mm -hmm. why we're having this conversation today. That's right, yeah. So Ellen, would you be willing to share with us some of your experiences with the essential oils? What brought you to having these as a part of your life? Well, I actually, um, I started using essential oils because my naturopath suggested that I use them to support me and my healing and, and, and dealing with Lyme disease. Mm -hmm. So, uh, we had, I had been on antibiotics for nine months, so, uh, three antibiotics, anti-malarials, antivirals, and I had really stalled in my treatment. And she said, we can't really do much more on the Western front, but we can maybe suggest that you try essential oils. And I remember her telling me, and this kind of goes back to what you were just saying, just make sure that they are 
they're absolute pure. But I didn't really trust that. And I looked for the cheapest ones on the internet. And I thought, well, these don't really work. Um, And then I started using Young Living Essential Oils. They just showed up in my life. I feel like things come into your life for a reason. Mm -hmm. And I started to feel better. And I started to sleep better. And I started to notice that I wasn't having as many of the issues as I was before. And, and honestly, within six weeks, I felt good. I felt amazing. And then I started to bring them into my practice as a music therapist and uh, in my spiritual work. And, and the rest is history. But that's how I was introduced. Um, and my children and I, my children also have Lyme disease. I passed it to them. I use essential oils with them and with me to stay in remission, to stay feeling well. And I will say that I, I did, the oils cannot cure, diagnose, or treat a disease. In my case, I did go into remission six weeks after starting to use Young Living essential oils. I did. Yeah. Um, so that is my story. And that happened for me. And it's been, they have changed everything in my life in every single way. And I feel like I'm just living my best self now. I love it. It's such a powerful testament and an anecdotal testament to how we can heal ourselves, how we can shift out of uh, uh, thinking that it's not possible, that it's always going to be this way, into a sense of health and wellness and well-being. And, and as you said, we cannot diagnose and we cannot make claims to curing or anything like that. And in fact, my personal mission is to build bridges between traditional medicines and mainstream medicines so that they can complement one another. And I feel like the essential oils are are such a beautiful way of doing that because they are gentle. And at the same time, they go so deep into our systems, both our energetic and spiritual systems, as well as our body systems. And we know through gobs of scientific research that these oils have an impact, that the constituents in the oils, they're doing something. And I think we need to be really aware of that. There are 15,000 peer-reviewed studies on the efficacy of essential oils. And, you know, uh, Young Young Living is such a large company, actually partners with NASA and the Manel Center for Chemical Senses. I mean, these these hospitals are choosing Mm -hmm. Young Living essential oils because there's less likelihood of an adverse reaction. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's more likelihood of a positive reaction. And um, and that is really the proof in the pudding, right? That these Mm -hmm. large, huge organizations are using Young Living and choosing it. Yes, absolutely. You know, it's interesting in Canada, which is where I am, um, uh, there was a ban placed in all hospitals and care facilities probably about 15 years ago on any scent. So no perfumes, no deodorants, no body sprays, and often plants, certain plants aren't allowed in either or certain fruits. And that's, that's because there are people who have sensitivities to it. When I was bringing the essential oils into the hospital when my father was in intensive care, and even before he went into intensive care, I, to be honest, I wasn't asking permission. I was bringing them in because I know they're not perfume, right? I know that these are therapeutic medical grade oils. And it was so interesting to watch the reaction of the healthcare workers, the nurses and the doctors coming into his room and saying, why do I feel so good in here? Why does it smell so nice? But not once saying, you can't bring those in here. Not once did anyone say that's a perfume. It was so amazing to watch it. And what I would love to see moving forward is Canadian hospitals reacquainting themselves with essential oils because they actually did used to be in the hospitals, especially lemon, peppermint and lavender, the big three. Hospitals used them 
I've talked to nurses who, who used to work in the hospitals here in Canada, and it was a part of what they would work with. We need to bring it back in support and in combination with the medicines that people are using, yeah. you know, me, um, mainstream. Yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah. What do you think it's going to take? Let me ask you both. And then, then I, I, I just want to ask a couple of questions in general, but what do you think would be the initiative here? Because I just, I, I, I spent some time this morning, literally listening to some of the announcements here in Washington state. And of course the government, the governor spoke, mm. um, but we're talking about not just, you know, the differences between things, but mm -hmm. sort of a learning and understanding of how to treat illness. Uh, and not, I'm not just talking about, you know, holistic alternative, but I'm just talking in general, mm -hmm. people are looking for solutions, don't you think? Absolutely, they are. Yes, without a doubt. And there's a big movement towards looking for solutions outside of the mainstream prescription medical or pill based um, healing modality. That there's there seems to be a re-education happening around the idea of if we treat ourselves well day to day, then should something show up in our lives like an illness, a flu, a pneumonia, even a car accident or or an emotional event like a divorce or loss of a loved one, we will be in a better state of mind and body to manage and navigate that event. And one of the ways that we can do that is by supporting our whole system through something like the essential oils, good nutrition, exercise, lots of water, positive thinking, all of it creates a holistic well-being that a lot of people are searching for right now because like, it's not something we're necessarily taught in North America. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, and, and you know, I, what I'm curious about, let's talk about this when we come back from break, is, you know, how do we go from a disease, especially something like Lyme disease, um, which I think is an easier thing to answer uh, about how did you go from Lyme disease to finding out about the oils and what did you discover along the way? I would like to hear what that journey was like, because I do believe when we look at something like Lyme, certainly I've talked about it for years. Dr. Darvish and I started Lyme Talk Radio because there was so much to understand and there still is. Mm -hmm. But how does one get on the pathway and discover what does my body really need? Mm. That's what we're going to talk about when we come back. Uh, with um, Megan as well. And look, this is something where folks may have questions. If you have a question, please give us a call. 1-800-930-2819. Yep, playing on the Edge Radio. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. Are you meeting your sales goals? Or maybe your business plan could use a dose of the divine. Tune in to Divinely Driven Results with faith-based business coach Elise Smith on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Coach Elise Smith helps listeners get unstuck from their business plateau and become empowered through divine guidance. Build up belief in yourself and your dreams and learn business strategies that work for you for real lasting results. Learn more by visiting www.DivinelyDrivenResults.com. What would you do with the power of community? How do you create your own rituals? Tune in to Living Your Gifts with me, 
Susan Huff, Ancient Applications for Modern Times, the second Wednesday of each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Our lives begin with the stories we are told and the stories we tell ourselves. Storytelling is the key. To learn more about me, visit LivingYourGifts.com. That's LivingYourGifts.com. Tales from the Merworld with Amira Bath. Exploring the Mysteries of Atlantis and Lemuria, airing every second and fourth Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time. Tales from the Merworld Radio is a blend of mythology, theology, and ancient history, and Amira's own soul channelings. Are you ready to explore and validate the possibility that we are much more than our Earth bodies? Amira Bass' Tales from the Merworld Radio holds safe space discussions for remembrances and memories of topics like multidimensional existences and simultaneous lives. Together, we will be raising our vibrations through stimulating conversations and the opening and releasing of the remembrance of our soul purposes for this incarnation. Join me, Amirabeth, for Tales of the Merworld Radio. Sometimes being human has its challenges. Our physical health falters, our spirits sag, our dreams don't immediately come to fruition. Welcome to the power of Maximum Medicine Radio. Join me, Doc Martin, in conversations that will blow your mind about healing. In our hit show, Doc Martin addresses the scientific with bridging to the mystical approaches to give you a new narrative about Maximum Medicine. In this live call-in show, we will journey into the extraordinary genius of the human body and talk about other beliefs that impact being your multidimensional self. We seek the seen and the unseen and explore the earthbound and the otherworldly, all with the purpose of calling forth the maximum you. To learn more about Doc Martin and Maximum Medicine, visit www.SharonMartinMD.com. Hey, everybody, look at you're listening to living. Uh, look, this is I was just going to say something that wasn't true. Uh, for those of you out there playing on the edge radio, this is with Megan Edge and me, Dr. Pat. But this is a very special show today. It's in response to three things. So here's what it's in response to. One, it's in response to the other shows that Megan and I have done talking about healing and wellness. So that's number one. Number two, it's also in response to a greater global initiative to find ways that people are discovering to heal. Mm -hmm. So that's two. And then the third thing is me, me being sort of uh, ignorant in a lot of ways about essential oil for a very good reason, but uh, having experience with it. So this is what this show is about. It's on the edge of essential oils. And the bottom line that I learned and many of you I know learn is not every essential oil is the one you're going to want to take. And how do I know that? Try something that is not pure and watch what happens to your system. In my mm -hmm. case, my allergic reaction mm -hmm. that literally almost put me in anaphylactic shock and it's not because it was an essential oil. It was because I thought I would go cheap mm -hmm. and I didn't know. 
and I didn't know to read labels and I didn't know mm -hmm. to read where sources, mm -hmm. you know, so today is an education for all of us. And we are taking your questions. 1-800-930-2819. Um, Megan, we have a special guest here today. And, and Ellen's, Ellen's here to talk about not just about the oils, but her personal journey and what is possible to both of you mm -hmm. in the world to not just educate people, but to get an act that leads to empowerment. Yes. And, you know, part of part of the educating of people is about feeling courageous enough to share our own story of how we got to the place that we are now or what our struggles were, what our challenges were that was the inspiration and the motivation for us to try something different. You know, like you were saying in the break, when you're in a state of desperation to be well, that's often the time when you're the most open to trying something different that you hadn't tried before to give it a chance. And Ellen, I would love to invite you to, to share more about that journey that you do, you touched upon, because it's such a powerful experience for people to hear where your struggles were and then how you came to this place of feeling well again with something very, very prevalent, such as Lyme disease. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, when you have any autoimmune disease or yeah. Lyme disease, you feel hopeless. Yeah. You know, you can feel hopeless. You can feel like nothing's going to work. You've tried everything. You've talked to your doctors, you're on Western medicine and maybe at health and it does, there's yeah. a place for it, yeah. but Absolutely. you are in a place where you will try anything to feel like yourself again and have a normal life. And, you know, for me bringing essential oils in, I didn't know anything about essential oils nothing. So it came in for me as a, but really based on specific issues I was having mm -hmm. sleep, joint support. Um, I had some kind of a, a breath air hunger, kind of like where you can't get a full breath. It's very common for Babesia, um, which is a co-infection of Lyme. So I needed, you know, support for that. And my hormone and endocrine system was completely out of whack. Right, right. Well, so for me, when she suggested essential oils in conjunction with what I was already doing, it, it was a no brainer. I have to try this. Mm -hmm. And I, I did try a couple other brands. I did try another major brand. It didn't work incredibly well for me, but when I started using Young Living, I was taking them internally mm -hmm. per her instructions. Um, I was using something called Sulfurzyme, which is a Young Living product with essential oils in it that also has MSM. So that was really big because Lyme had been attacking my skin mm. and I had these purple neck. It was completely purple wow. with patches of, and horrible eczema-like stuff. And, and I noticed that I felt better when I brought in these essential oils. Mm -hmm. uh, they also helped with uh, an imbalance of, you know, we get candida. We've been on a lot of um, antibiotics for long-term. Yeah. Your, mm -hmm. your system can go off. So there's an, uh, an oil called Akatea and cinnamon that help to regulate blood sugar. And they also, they help with this type of thing. And then there's a parasite cleanse using essential oils that was also very, very helpful for me. Mm -hmm. So um, there's something called Paragize with Young Living with essential oils in the capsules. That is incredibly helpful. And I don't know if anyone knows about a Herxheimer reaction. But yeah, that's tell, a reaction. tell us about yeah. that. Because I yeah. was trying to tell Linda about that. Uh, yeah. like, because, you know, she comes and stays with me. So there's the cocktails that I create for us that are part of my healing regimen. And it's hard to explain to someone that you're going to feel worse before you get better. Right. 
<laughs> it is hard. It is hard. So the Herx, that is what happens when you kill off Lyme quickly in your body for the antibiotics or whatever, you actually have a worsening of symptoms because you can't detox the dead Lyme from your skin. So that's why a lot of Lyme patients will take Epsom soft baths daily, which I did, you know, if they can tolerate the magnesium. But the oils really helped in combating the Herxheimer response. So Herxheimer just basically means an increase in symptoms after you're killing off Lyme, right? So I use the oils. The oils have an ability to not only clean the cell receptor site because young living essential oils have 40 million trillion cells in a drop of essential oil for these oils because they are absolute pure. The scientific term absolute pure. That means that they have the ability, the capacity to move through the cell without shutting it down. They have the ability to clean the cell receptor sites so that your endocrine system can communicate better with your cells. Mm -hmm. And they do have the ability to pull toxins out of the skin, therefore helping you to detox all those things that you're trying to get out of your body, right? So for detox, I would say that was the most powerful use of these oils. You can put that on your skin. And though it, we can't test every cell in your body to see if this is actually true, but they are found it throughout every cell. They can be moving through every cell in your body within 30 minutes. That's how, that is the crucial thing. I think the cell yeah. size, the action in the body, and then the ability to detox and kind of clean and kind of actually repair the cell internally. That's, that's, that's where the beauty of these oils comes in for Lyme. And yeah, let's, and so when we talk <laughs> about Lyme and Lyme, and let's talk about how you used it, because I think it's important to sort of bring this uh, to the power that we're talking about today. And I think we should skip the next break so we can just continue this, right? Mm -hmm. There is yeah. something powerful about what you said. We're, we're using your story of Lyme as an example. Um, and, you know, part of this is this is not a single interaction of care. Mm -hmm. So let's just be very clear about that for Lyme, Lyme disease. Right. We refer to Lyme disease, but Babesia is a co-infection for those of you that are texting me right now. Yes, it is true. But there are so many of these. And the, cure, the thing that I wanted to ask you about is people may not know how to get started. Uh, okay. Look, when I was back in Jersey last October, Linda's brother, clearly, in my opinion, he was on the verge of not recovering and got him to the hospital, had to educate them about Babesia, right? Mm -hmm. Told them mm -hmm. he had gotten bit three times, had the reaction to Lyme, and still the staff didn't know it. And I think Linda and I totally went ballistic to get their attention. But yeah. in that, when we heard the magnitude of this COVID, 98% in his blood, when you hear that, and then you begin the education journey, it mm -hmm. leads you on a path to just not knowing. And isn't this part of what you two both do, though, is educating? Because somebody may not know, well, wait a minute, Ellen, what oil might I use for that? But they can get help. Yes. So it's interesting. I mean, just like you said, 
it's not always about the lime itself. And I just want to do a little bit of information here. Lime yeah. comes in like a soup with other co-infections. It's called kind of a comorbid. So it comes in with something else. So your soup may be different to mine than mine, yeah. but basically what we want to do with Lyme or any autoimmune is actually boost the immune system. And some people say, well, why would I boost my immune system if I have an autoimmune disease? Well, it seems, it seems counter-effective, but it really is true. There's an oil called Thieves, which is incredibly supportive for the immune system. So I can walk through what I did on a typical day um, as I was healing and going through this journey, if that would be helpful yep. and tell you what oils. Okay. So I would put thieves on my feet daily. My kids still get it on their feet every day to boost immunity. I would take a, a blend of, and of course this was what I was doing. Yep. I was, I was taking internally frankincense, oregano and thieves, very big immune boosters. Right. Yeah. And I would put um, I would put essential oils mixed with my Epsom salts and then put them in the bath for detox. Now you always want to put the oils with the salts and not directly in the water because it will float to the top. Mm -hmm. um, I would use things like uh, lavender. Any oil would work, right? Or um, I would use citrus fresh because that's a detox oil, and I would do my baths at night. You do have to be conscious of you know sun, the sun with the citrus oils, right? Yeah. I would take Ningxia Red, which is an antioxidant drink with essential oils in it that boosts the immune system. It's the highest antioxidizing food on the planet. This goat berry from the Ningxia region of China is a young living product. They do grow this and um, put oils in it. I would do that daily. That boosts my immune system better than anything. Um, I had a lot of hair and skin issues, right? Like I mentioned, sulfurzyme was very supportive for me, would take that daily. Um, when I had the joint issues or discomfort, there is a, there's a trio of things you can take, agilis, sulfurzyme, and BLM. BLM stands for bone ligaments and muscles. Now that is good if you have the more typical kind of joint need, needing joint support with Lyme. And that is kind of the trifecta. But some people do just the agilis and sulfurzyme together. Um, and also with hair, people lose hair. I was losing hair with Lyme disease because of endocrine issues. Yeah. Sulfurzyme, sulfurzyme was very helpful for that. But I also made a spray of rosemary, cedarwood, peppermint, and lavender and sprayed it on my hair at night to help keep the hair that I have and have a healthier head of hair. So these, and then it's situational at that point. If you need sleep support or hormone support for hormones, I would use progestins. Um, you know, for hot flashes, I would use Progescence Plus at night. That blend is very amazing. For sleep, I would use, I used Rutavela and Tranquil. So, the, you know, it depends. Yeah, sleep on, is a yeah. big issue, mm -hmm. right? Yes. I mean, it's the thing nobody wants to talk about, right? No. Right. right. It's like, okay, yeah, but guess what? How much pain can you actually tolerate and then try to go to sleep at night? But exactly. you know, what you're sharing is, and I know during this time, people are going to want to listen back. Um, you're sharing a wealth of knowledge because you've been through it and you mm -hmm. know what works yes. and you, and you have something that works for you, right? You've been right. through it. Um, and I have the benefit of having three children that have completely different soups in their body. Exactly. So they've used different. So my son has more neurologic Lyme symptoms. So for him, I need the oils that move through the blood brain barrier. I need high sesquiterpene oils like cedarwood, like frankincense, like brain power, sacred frankincense. The, I, the oils high in sesquiterpenes 
are very important for his clarity of thinking and brain fog, right? So you're Huge. right. Well, and Huge. that brain fog, let's talk about it. That is something we're now seeing across the board for people that have not been categorized in the Lyme community, but mm -hmm. may, I'm not saying that they have it. I'm mm -hmm. just saying the research is now showing that some of these other illnesses, when post-mortem post-mortem dissection happens, oopsie, what are we finding in the brain, right? Yeah. You know, Harvard study, eight out of 11 brains, the Alzheimer patients, they didn't have Alzheimer's. They had, I mean, that is a hard, that's a study. But mm -hmm. what we're trying to say is what you're sharing is so important for people. Um, I would be interested in finding out from you if you put this somewhere, if you have your journey and your story, because I think for people that are in this boat, I mean, the brain fog thing, you ever try to tell or work with somebody that has brain fog and try to talk them into maybe mm -hmm. you could get some help? No. Yeah. My, my friend, mm -hmm. Dr. Ronnie, will say, they, are not, they don't have brain fog. That's just your illusion, Pat. But this is part of today is there's a lot of information. I want to make sure people know how they can find out about this, Ellen and Megan, because if you're listening to this, mm -hmm. there's a world of information and people have to know they can go to you too. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why I work with you both because if you leave it up to me, I'm not even sure what concoction I'll put together. <laughs> well, one of the things to be mindful about with the Young Living products is you're not going to find them in Walmart. No. You're not going to find them in a store. These are available online through the Young Living website. As you become a member and create your account, you then have access to all of these amazing oils and the products that Ellen was talking about as a distributor at a wholesale pricing or you can come to somebody like myself who has a pro account and you can pay retail and I can sell you the oils just like that without you having an account. Although why you wouldn't want to have an account, I don't know, because there's so many benefits to having an account um, and being able to be a part of this, this world, this family. That yeah, so you can created. get what you need. I mean, you, the point of this show today is one to educate but yes. also to make it easy for people to do this. And I got to tell you, it was really easy to work with you to get the oils I needed. Yeah. There's a reason why I haven't done this with other places. This yeah. is about getting people the solution, right? It, right. It is, and it's about trust, right? If, yeah. if, if you trust me because of our relationship and I come to you and say, hey, Pat, I've got this really amazing new brand of oils that I've started working with and I know how pure they are and I've done all my research. I'd really love for you to have these in your life. You're way more likely to say, yeah, okay, tell me more, educate me, let me know what this is all about. So that trust is, is really important. And it's something that I really admire about Young Living and the company itself is how transparent they are with all of the people who, who work, they work with, who work with them on their farms, all the way through the process because of that, that key thing, trust. Yeah. That we can- And education. Them. And education, that's right. So trust and education yeah. being the two real cornerstones. Um, and, and once you are in that world, there is so much education for you. 
my good friend Susan Seal and I, who's also an associate with Ellen's, we've started a radio show, or our own show called The Essentials Roundtable. We have a Facebook page for it. We do a show every week and we're sharing and talking and educating people about these oils and, yeah. and how easy it is to use them and how impactful they can be, just like Ellen's story as she shared it. Um, for me, it's fibromyalgia and I'm now looking at these oils for working with my fibromyalgia when you talk about brain fog well that's a huge component of fibromyalgia so i'm getting out my yeah. tree oils <laughs> i just want to i, I want to jump in and say that you can get oils anywhere you can sign up on the young living website to get your account but it doesn't come with an educator you get right. placed with a random person mm -hmm. so if you're looking at this journal you or journey you want someone who's been through your experience or who can help guide you so right. I'm passionate about training other healthcare practitioners and I have huge group of education, a knowledge base, and we have an entire Google drive with evidence-based information for healthcare and how to use them in different healthcare settings. What you want is someone like Megan on the, on, because Megan and I work together, you know, we all work together to provide this education basis. You want someone to be really walking you through and helping you find what works for you and what your needs are going to be. So I would say if you're looking into this seriously, make sure that you know you're pairing up with an educator who's going to support you. And in terms of advocacy, because you asked about that with Lyme, I do have um, a, a video that I put out there for people who are just starting out that's informational about Lyme disease and the, some of the products that I use. Um, and that's provided free for everyone, for Megan's people, for your people, for, for anyone who comes through our community, right? Mm -hmm. And then we we kind of just, we have an education-based system. It is so important to educate people about essential oils. And where I mean, do you people need to go know. for this? I, I'm, I really want to make sure that either Megan through your site or Ellen through you, that people can go find some of the information we're talking about today. Yeah. I think you're right. You just don't want to sign up if no. there's something very specific. We're talking yeah. about Lyme because that's my journey as well as Ellen's journey, but it may not be that. It may be fibromyalgia with Megan, mm -hmm. or maybe it's something else. Where do people go for this? Uh, well, if, if somebody, well, we, we, if, oh, go ahead. <laughs> uh, if somebody's interested in, in having me be their supporter and be their educator, I can put down my sponsored number uh, down in the comments after we finish the show. Okay. And people can click on, on my name, reach out to me through Facebook or through my website. I don't yet have my Young Living business on my website. It's just been a matter of timing and being yeah. really busy and it's yep. taken off so much that I haven't quite got there yet. Um, but I do have my own products on my website in which I now use the Young Living essential oils. Um, with the blessing of Young Living to do that. So you can go to my website and reach me. You can reach me on Facebook at Megan Edge Healing and we can have a conversation and we can see if this is a fit for you and I can take you through that. The work that I do is around the emotional and spiritual well-being. So things like depression and anxiety and trauma and doing the healing work with those as well as supporting at the physical level. So You've been listening to Playing on the Edge Radio with Megan Edge. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio and the Dr. Pat Show Network, providing you with ways of sustaining radical and powerful changes in your life. If you've missed any part of this episode or want to find out more about Megan Edge, visit her website at meganedge.ca. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.